Hey listeners, we're going to jump right back in to part two of Jen's interview with guitarist and music expert Robert Ness. Enjoy. Right. Well, with that, we're going to transition into my first pick, which is also a song that you brought to the show uh, by an artist that we are both like super geeking out over right now. Um, the song is called Hardworking Man by Marcus King. So this album came out in August, I think late August of this year, um, and it's called Young Blood. Um, and I mean, I think, I think I'm trying to remember how I was inter- introduced to Marcus King. I had heard his version of the Gnarls Barkley song, Crazy, actually, which is totally like once you hear hardworking man, if you're not familiar with Marcus King, you're going to be like, he covered the Gnarls Barkley song, Crazy? Like what? How did that work? Um, but he did. It was from his Spotify sessions. And I heard that and I was like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? And then when you like told me about this song, I went in and like did a deep dive for the whole album and was just like, I can't, I mean, this is so, so good. Like, and the, the thing I will say before I like let you jump in on this one, because I know you love it too, is like when you're listening to this song, listeners, my only request is like, turn it up to 11, like whatever you're doing, like listen so loud that you upset your neighbors. It sounds so good. At top volume. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and hashtag cowbell. You know. right. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> the um so he's so talented and like you were saying, he on that Spotify session, he speaks to his more soul R and B, which he he just man, he can sing. So I'm not a jealous type person and I've been playing guitar for thirty seven years. He is a stellar guitar player and we would be talking about him just for his guitar playing and i'm jealous that he's a, such a stellar singer and yeah. he's that in one person i'm always jealous of you know guitar players that can sing i can't sing um and the fact that he can do both and he's such an interesting cat he's really humble he's 26 he's released five albums wow the the last two this one and the one before were with dan auerbach um, his third album is called Carolina Confessions. That one's got a couple just amazing songs. Um, this new release really feels like an album too. And that song is the one that every time I listen to that album, and that album hit me when I was doing a lot of car travel. And it was just like, as soon as it was done, I'm like, I want to hear it again, you know? <laughs> and yeah. then, but Hardworking Man was just so catchy. And um, from a guitar standpoint, he's a third generation guitarist. His wow. grandfather and his dad were both professional guitar players. Um, well, his grandfather like played in the church and stuff, but you know, gigged some. His dad gigged like, you know, for part of their income. Um, he, his grandfather, gave him a highly coveted vintage instrument. You know, when he was in sixteen or so, and that's his main guitar. He plays a, a nineteen sixty three Gibson ES three thirty five. I mean, that's that's you know, one of the more coveted vintage instruments. And, um, you know, he's from Greenville, Sarah, South Carolina. So he's got that Southern thing. And, and um, you know, this was his second album with Dan Arbach. And, you know, they, he 
Dan Auerbach actually brings in people to like help with the songwriting and stuff too. All because the, they're in Nashville, so they got access to all these amazing people. And uh, but they really knocked this one out in a short time, and you can tell it was recorded live straight to tape. And he gigs a lot, as modern musicians have to. I mean, his band's super tight, and uh, the the album is you know it's it's so fun it's it, you, it's there's no skippers on this album so i agree i agree i love this one too i think the young blood album is his best out of the five that we've mentioned i love this one um it kind of has like some zz top vibes too like i get that a little bit which i love um and then definitely like it has dan auerbach stamp all over it and for those that are not familiar dan auerbach is one half of the black keys um and a a prolific producer um i feel like you know the the 2000s or at least the 2010s and on till now have been dominated by like Dan Auerbach and and Jack Antonoff like <laughs> producing everyone right like <laughs> right right for sure for sure um, and Dave Cobb one, too Dave oh, Cobb yeah, yeah. killing it yep and it's been I mean and and I feel like they're great pairings right like I can't imagine a better person to produce Marcus King than Dan Auerbach like they it he's they they are such a match made in heaven to me and, and I think that's why I love this album because it just they sound like such a perfect pairing and you know the guitar playing on the album is phenomenal but like I said his singing is phenomenal too and um the album he is uh the, the guitar tones are just crazy good and he uses a fuzz pedal for for non-guitar players and these are some of the best recorded fuzz tones you know i've heard in the last you know 10 plus years um it the only other guy that really can work a fuzz pedal that well is uh doyle bramhall the mm. second um but yeah the the uh you know, he, he just, you know, when he, when he was talking about this album, it was just, he just wanted to go in and knock one out that, you know, spoke to what, you know, what he grew up with, with just essentially classic rock, you know? And, yeah. and like I said, he, he, he played his first gig when he was eight. <laughs> yeah, Me too. Just, Me too. Know. I hosted my first podcast when I was eight, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can tell the kid's just amazingly talented. The album is so good. If you've not checked it out, you, I mean, hopefully, hopefully all of this praise heaped on it in the last seven minutes will encourage you to do so. Like it is it is well worth the listen. It was one of my favorite albums of the year, even though it's not been out all that long. Um, I think it's just so good. Um, and with that, I'm going to take us in for the big finish, Robert. My last <laughs> pick to end uh, this episode is a song called White Braids and Pillow Chair by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like we spoke before we started recording, like this year and probably next year too, have been so great for music because when everybody was trapped in their house during pandemic, like people wrote, they thought, they collaborated, they got together. Um, and so I think that we got so much amazing music that came out of that time. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers have been like insane. Like how many, they've released like two albums and some singles over the last, oh, I think just this year, right? So they, um, John Frusciani's back in the band. This is the third yeah. time he's rejoined and the world was excited for this. No disrespect to Josh Klinghoffer who held it down for two albums, but 
you know, all their, all their great work has been with John Frusciani since Mother's Milk on. Um, they released double, this is off the double album Unlimited Love, which came out in April and had 17 songs. Yeah. And if that wasn't enough, um, they finished their world tour in September. And I was lucky enough to go to that in Dallas. It finished in Dallas and my uh, sister got tickets and I got to take my teenage daughters. They were more Amazing. excited about the strokes opening, but they enjoyed it. And then in October, they, they released a second double, double album called Return of the, of the Dream Canteen, also with 17 songs. So that's 34 songs. And of those 34 songs, I think there's only one that shouldn't have, was like a, you know, thumbs down. They should have, uh, you know, why did they put that one on there? But the, And then they just a few weeks ago, they released one more song. But yeah. they've been working with Rick Rubin since, you know, um, the Blood Sugar Sex Magic, which is one of my top 10 albums of all time. And they commonly record up to 50 songs and usually narrow it down to, you know, one album. And they're just, they're just so on, on, on point with this. And the reason I love this song so much, but just in general, Unlimited Love, I'm still getting to know the the one that just came out in October. Um, But it's, it's so good. And they're just, all four of them are so at the peak of their, at their game. Um, and, Anth- you know, I've, I was lucky enough to find the Chili Peppers in 1985 when I started playing guitar. So I had a wonderful older brother from another mother that was four years older and he hit me to so much great stuff. And yep. I was listening to Freaky Styley when I was in high school and Uplift Mofo Party Plan. And we've talked about it before, if you're not on board with the singer, you can't be on board with the band. Yep. And Anthony is not the greatest singer in the world. Um, but, you know, I've grown up with him for the last 35 years and he, you know, when he was just a, a punk funk band, you know, and then when, when John Frusciani joined the band for Mother's Milk, he, then they were like a rock funk band. But when they got to Blood Sugar Sex Magic, you know, they had Under the Bridge, which is their biggest hit. And that was the first time that Anthony really tried to sing. And he said he was even embarrassed to bring that and sing that in front of his band, you know? Yeah. So, but you can just tell on this unlimited love album that he worked so hard on the vocals. It's his best vocal performance, you know, on an album and they're 40 years into their career. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that Anthony Kiedis voice in this song is fire. And it's actually why I picked this song over the shape I'm taken, which is the single they just released. And I also am in love with so it was really close whenever I saw this when I was like, Oh, I love this one. But I also love the shape I'm taken. Um, but I the, his voice in this one is so fantastic that I'm like, yeah, we're gonna go with white braids and pillow chair because I think that this is just like, I, and it's so so for me, I'm like you. I grew up with the Chili Peppers. I first heard Freaky Styley in high school because I had friends that were into the Chili Peppers. And this is this has always been a point of departure for you and I. My favorite Chili Peppers album is hands down Mother's Milk. I know you love Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It's a great album. But Mother's Milk is my all-time favorite. Definitely one of my top 10 albums. Um, and Taste the Pain is my favorite Chili Peppers song. So That's a great one. I kind of have to like nod. I think that might be, but I just, I love, um, really, I, I can't no, no skip album a hundred times. Like I've been listening for, like you said, 30 years, 35 years to mother's milk. And I still never skip a song. Um, 
So, so this felt like going back to like chili peppers that I love, love, love. Yeah. And just back to the musicianship, um, you know, Chad Smith has been the drummer since Mother's Milk. Flea is, you know, one of the best bassists in the world. John Frusciani is, you know, I think the closest thing to a modern Hendrix that we have. He's really tapped into whatever's he can feel, he can convey. And he really is the songwriting genius behind the scenes. You know, if you just look at how they just kind of flew under the radar for a decade while Josh Klinghoffer was in the band and then he finally came back and it seems like he's grown a lot. Um, You know, I've read Anthony Kiedis memoir and we almost lost Anthony to heroin. We almost lost John. Um, Just so glad that they made it. And the, um, you know, speaking of of podcasts, um, Rick Rick Rubin's Broken Record podcast, Mm -hmm. he interviews each member of the band individually. He interviewed either they broke it into two or they did two sessions with John Frusciani because they, you know, each one's over an hour and they've all been working together, you know, since 1991. And so they have this wonderful camaraderie, you know, of, of knowing each other. And if you're really, if you, if you're a Chili Peppers fan, it's a must listen, or if you're just curious about this song, um, one of the episodes is with John Frusciani and, and Anthony and Anthony tells the story behind the lyrics to white braid and pillow chair. So oh. if you if you Google, um, you know, uh, Rick Rubin, Anthony Kiedis, John Frusciani podcast, you, you'll find it, you know. Okay. And um, it's just, a you know, often you don't know. I, I love Anthony's lyrics. I often don't know what the yes. heck he's talking about, but it sounds cool, you know. And um, the um, they they go super deep into their writing process. And um it's, you know, if you're a musician or interested in songwriting, it's really fascinating because you don't get that level of deepness. And this is with the person that they kind of co-created it with and recorded it and, you know, brought it to the masses. So they're just so generous with their time and they have such camaraderie. Really, really, you know, all the interviews with Rick Rubin are really fun. Well, and I think that's something too, you know, we talk, I think on last episode, it's come up a lot before Don Sento and I talk about it whenever he's on the show about the, you know, like a family band and, and sort of that blood harmony and how it sounds different. Now, even though these guys are not technically family, they, they sound like a family band to me, right? Like they have their harmonies and the way they play together are so tight they've been doing it together for so long that you really do sort of get the feeling that they're brothers you know absolutely and um when they found out that you know john wanted to come back you know they weren't like you 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 dissed us twice before they were like yes we 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 miss our brother you know yes come back um the from a rhythm section you know drums bass guitar it's you know they're the modern Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, John Bonham. I mean, Chad Smith's, I'm, I'm always blown away by Chad Smith's drumming. It's just perfect for the song. It's always funky. His drum sounds are just epic. It just, just, and he's so funny. And he looks just like Will Ferrell, but. I was going to say, and he looks exactly like Will Ferrell. They really do look like twin brothers separated at birth. It's pretty funny, but um, he's so, that's the funniest fun one to uh, listen to because you know when when it, just the whole story of him joining the Chili Peppers is hilarious you know and they go yeah, into that. They're, 
You know, what's funny is like Chili Peppers is one of those bands. Like they've been with me forever. I will always love them. Like I said, Mother's Milk, I go back to time and time again. And then they have this weird period for me where, um, you know, living in Southern California for 15 years, as I did, you you did your time in SoCal. Um, they're like the unofficial band of Los Angeles, I feel like. And so yeah. they get played so much. So really anything from like One Hot Minute or the Californication album or Stadium Arcadium, like I really... I'm I'm okay. I don't really need to hear those a lot anymore because I heard them so much. Like I I can go to my grave never hearing Danny California again and be like <laughs> super happy about it, right? And they're a band that continues to evolve, right? So anytime they drop something new, I'm there for it because I feel like they just are constantly trying to be a better band. And they're one that could sit back and just be like, we're the freaking Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, we're just going to do what we do and that's it. And they don't. They come back, they deliver something new, they bring you something that sounds as strong as their early stuff and is as fresh as you want it to be for new. I mean, when I first heard the intro to this song, I thought I was listening to a Weezer song right right it sounds a little like Weezer and you're like wait a minute this is the Chili Peppers so it's really I think if you haven't listened to the music that they've released this year you really have to go back or if you were you know burnt out by songs that got overplayed like go back and check out the albums that they've released this year because they really I mean this is some of the best stuff I've heard from them in a long time absolutely and and you know with their writing process it's really fascinating and and um you know, I've only read about a few bands that do this, but Tool records basically the entire album without vocals, and then they pass it on to Maynard, and he fits the vocals in. And it's so hard to imagine when you listen to that, that they weren't working as a team and yeah. knowing what he was going to do, and that he fits into these complicated songs. So, But it sounds like more than half of the of the songs on the Chili Peppers were like that as well. Like they wow. maybe had a scratch, scratch melody, or maybe he just scatted over it or whatever, but it wasn't, you know, he wasn't finished with the lyrics or whatever. And some of them, they just, you know, left space for him, but he went to Hawaii to Rick Rubin's recording studio on the mountain, you know, craziness and spent a whole <laughs> right. month, a whole month working on those, on the vocals wow. on Unlimited Love. So, so good. And you can tell. Yep. Yep. Well, Robert, thank you so much for sharing what you're listening to this week. And remember, we'll be back next week with the second half of my discussion with Robert. And if you're not already, be sure to follow and download What Are You Listening To? And you can keep track of all things Super Awesome Mix on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. Please join me again next week to find your new favorite song.